G'day legends, I'm Kat John. Welcome to the Real, Raw, Relatable podcast. I'm an authenticity coach and keynote speaker who is here to help you powerfully manage the thoughts in your head so you can listen to your heart and focus on what matters. I'll be sharing how to do this through real guidance, raw truths and relatable stories. There's a feeling that I'm don't know the words, but I chose good. Guy Sebastian's new song is in my head right now, and now it's going to be in your head. <laughs> I do love Guy Sebastian. Something about him reminds me of my bro. Maybe I feel like he's got bro vibes. Anywho, how you doing? Welcome back to the podcast. If this is your first time here, uh, it's really nice to meet you in your earballs. My name's Kat, and uh, like to offer real guidance, raw truths and relatable stories. So a few episodes ago I shared that uh, I had come back from Guingana and what I was working with whilst I was over there was control and um, I can really proudly say that since coming home I have kept to my promise of being more lighthearted and being more playful. Oh, I mean, look, I'm sure my stepdaughters can probably go, "Mm, have you, have you really? Um, Certainly in moments where I'm in work mode and because I work from home and it's school holidays at the moment, the way that I close off is I close off. So it's like, hey, leave me be. Um, and I'm sure in those moments they're like, yeah, you're not that fun. Um, to which I have said, no, I'm not. And I do that purposefully. So I don't open up a little smidge of my energy and you go and take it, uh, and take it for a ride. And then I get annoyed. So anyway, I am doing, um, much better in that practice. I took myself off to a dance class last week and I'm doing it again. Uh, tonight, going to Afro Beats at the space with Dogogo, uh, 6 p.m. till 7 p.m. beginner's class. But I tell you what, that feels more like an intermediate class. Um, I found that not difficult, but just like, oh, all right, we're going, we're going, we're doing. But the cool thing that he said at the start, it's not about the moves. It's about feeling the music. And I'm like, yes, I am down and up and around all of that, all of that. Anywho, um, something that I'd love to share with you today, just as as a reminder on your path, on your journey, you know, if you're like, I want to be spiritually enlightened and in order for me to be that, I need to do X, Y, Z. Um, I want to share something with you that over the years I have come into greater acceptance of and... um, yeah, I guess really come to understand the spiritual journey. You know, I guess where I help people is in their psychology and what's going on inside of their head and also to notice what is going on inside of their head. And the noticing part, the observing part, the watchful part is you. It's 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 the real you, you know, you, capital Y, you are inside of there. 
observing, watching, noticing that some days you've got some pretty gnarly thoughts and uh, those thoughts are sending your world and yourself into a tailspin. And the observer you, noticer you, watchful you, watches with curiosity, with intrigue and the psychology part is, hmm, why? Why am I, why is this story here? Um, why is this hitting my stuff? Why is this triggering me and um, pressing up against stuff, you know? So the spiritual journey is, really is the observer, the noticer, the watcher, um, the part, like I said, psychology part is, what's coming up for me and, and possibly why, you know. And the reason I bring this up is because I was certainly was this seeker of being this spiritually enlightened motherfucker, you know. And in order to do that, I felt like I needed to sit on the top of uh, a mountain and uh, hike the Himalayas and um, go and sit in a cave and then I would be spiritually enlightened and um, be able to, to call myself spiritual. And sometimes I did those things. Uh, and each time I did something, it's always something that I felt I needed to do to be more spiritual, like to be more me, which is the observer, the watcher, the noticer inside of there. Uh, all that time, the observer, watcher, noticer, the me, the more spiritual was actually just there watching, noticing a uh, little cat just trying to be more spiritual. <laughs> it's like, hey, bro, I'm already here. I'm watching. I'm observing. I'm noticing. That's that's it, <laughs> you know. And in my course, the the legends, my six month coaching program, um, there are tools inside of there, right? There are tools inside of there to help us with our psychology, our stories, our thoughts, our beliefs, our ego, right? There are tools in order to how to handle and manage and navigate all of that noise. And then there are tools that keep us more in alignment with ourself, our truth. Um, but the greatest, the greatest spiritual practice that keeps you connected to you is to watch is to observe, is to notice, is to have that watchful part of you watch when you have a conniption about something that really in the greater scheme of things doesn't matter. It's that noticing part of you that notices when you agree with someone when you don't really agree with what they're saying. And then the curiosity part starts to spark up and we start to question, why did I do that? And that's where the psychology part starts to come in of, okay, why did I do that? 
Uh, what does that link back to? What story does that link back to in my life? What wound does that link back to that makes me feel like I need to behave this way? But all the while, the most spiritual thing that you're doing is watching. The most spiritual thing you're doing is, is watching, observing and noticing. The observer in you observes the rate at how you move through your life, the rapidness of how you move through your life, notices, oh, okay, in a rush, in a hurry, always got to do, always leaving something behind because thoughts are ahead of time, thoughts are ahead of now and that observer is the most spiritual act, it's the most you that you are, you are in there watching your psychology play out, watching your humanness rock and roll. And sometimes your humanness is rocking and rolling in such a great way and other times your humanness is challenged and charged and trying to manipulate reality, trying to control reality, which is what I've been sharing about, you know. And this is why... I really love the work that I do. I love the work that I do, one, on myself and then two, what I aid and how I help people in the world. I help them navigate those stories and their psychology and, and, and link up reasons why they, they behave in the certain way that they do in their reality and where that, you know, links up to from the past. It's always going to link up to something from the past and a story and a belief and, and what we make things mean in the world and about ourselves and about others. And then the most beautiful part that I share with myself too and with others uh, is to be the watcher, the observer and the noticer because that is where you start to widen your lens of yourself instead of having real, you know, uh, microscopic viewpoints uh, or view of yourself, you start to widen the lens a little bit and instead of having blinkers on, you start to have peripheral vision and metaphorically then you start to have, you know, 360 vision in front, behind, side, up, down, all around you where this spiritual, whatever you want to call spiritual, but it is like just full fuck fucking blown consciousness where you are watching yourself from all angles up above down around and looking at observing noticing this human navigating life you know and really that is the greatest spiritual practice. If you're on this path of spirituality and you're like, I've got to do this, I've got to be like that, I've got to be able to sit for five hours in meditation or I've got to be able to, whatever it may be, recite as, as many affirmations as you possibly can in order to achieve spiritual enlightenment or I've got to have positive thoughts all day or I've got to be kind to my children all day and if you can do that all day, please coach me, you know. If you can have positive thoughts all day, that are like legit and you're not 
bypassing and spiritually bypassing stuff, all this fucking goopy stuff underneath, come and coach me, <laughs> you know. But seriously, if you, if you are on this path and you think you have to do all of this stuff to reach spiritual enlightenment, the most spiritual version of yourself, I'm just going to say it here. I reckon you're sending yourself on a wild goose chase. I did the same. And the reason why I use those examples of thinking positively all day and not having a negative thought about anyone else or about yourself is because that's the shit that I did. That's the stuff that my psychology, my beliefs, my views, etc., my conditions in order to be spiritual set up. And so I'm like, all right, well, that's my quest. Off I go. All the while, all the while, the me, the consciousness, the real me sitting in, sitting, sitting, taking a seat, watching, going, oh, okay. No judgment, just watching, really. But if I, you know, could commentate a little bit, it'd be like, fucking lol. What's this egg doing? What's this silly duffer up to? think she has to do this and sit like that and recite everything and then that makes her more spiritual. What a silly duffer. The greatest thing you can do is be the watcher, the observer, the noticer. And when we watch and observe and notice ourselves operating in reality and in our minds and in our psychology, we start to get these uh, insights start to get insights, nudges, answers, senses of like, yeah, didn't really, um, didn't really enjoy the way that I behaved then. Didn't really understand why I behaved the way I did then. And so psychology is really important. Spirituality and psychology, they're both, you know, very complementary. Psychology is super important to understand why we go about doing the shit we do and changing the trajectory of that but how do we know how we're behaving how do we know how we're behaving is not really the way we want to behave we're watching we us the truth of us are watching observing noticing and when we notice ourselves noticing and we're watching our behaviour and we can feel it, we can sense it, something's off, something's not quite right or something feels amazing. We get informed. We get informed by our spiritual self, who we actually are and that aids our humanness in this life. And that's what I mean, the greatest spiritual act that you can do that is right within your fucking grasp, right within you right now, is to take a seat and watch. Watch yourself and how you respond when someone doesn't reply to you in the time frame that you'd hoped. I already did a podcast on this. When you went on a date and you thought it went well, and you were hoping for, uh, you know, a second date, that they would offer a second date, but they didn't do it at the time and then you were hopeful that it happened when you came home but they still hadn't messaged and it's been eight hours, now 10, now 12, what do you do? Your psychology, your humanness is going to probably chuck a little fucking wobbly. 
You inside of there watches that, observes that, notices that, gets a little curious, gets a little intrigued. And then that's your invitation to do the work, the psychology work, the mindfulness work, the mindset work, the uh, healing work, the inner child work, all the stuff that helps us with our psychology. But the greatest thing we can do is to watch, you know, no different to the first time I ever run a medita- ran a meditation class. One person showed up. The stories that were in my head, I all I wanted to do was run, walk out, leave, not deliver the class to one person, right, the only one person that showed up. And I watched all of that. I, I the I in me watched, watched how badly I wanted to run, how uncomfortable I felt, how I felt in my body, the shame shower that I was giving myself, the embarrassment, right? Watched it. And all the while as I was watching, I was doing my own reconciling in my head so I could show up for this person. That's what I mean when you watch yourself. That, and that's that's that's. What I, I'm not going to say that's all I do because that all is a great big fucking all, but that is my gigantic spiritual practice. I watch. I watch myself how I feel or how I am wanting to respond, how I end up responding, watching all of that and going, cool. There's a little bit of gap between what I have observed and how I behaved. How can I close this gap? So next time I approach a situation, I have greater mind control. I have greater response control. So I'm not reacting from my stuff, from my wounds, from my pain, etc. So why am I sharing this with you? I'm sharing this with you in case you are striving for spiritual perfection. That's a thing. And I'll tell you why, because I went ahead and did it. I was like, where is spiritual university? Where is the diploma and the bachelor and the fucking whatever is more than that, the doctorate in being spiritually enlightened? I will do whatever I have to do. And it's like, oh, shit, few years down the track and it was always there. And I was always doing it. But my story, my psychology and where I was at at that time still thought that doing things would make me more spiritual. Now the observer, like I said, the observer in you is the greatest act that you can do for yourself watching how you are engaging with life, responding with life, manipulating life, controlling life, etc. You know, like I was sharing about two podcasts ago, I was watching myself as our reality shifted, how I was responding and I was like, this is something, something's up, something's going on. I'm cleaning more, I'm obsessive cleaning more, I'm agitated, I'm hyper-scheduled, I'm hyper like, let's, let's, let's get things done, let's get things done, you know. And I was watching that the whole time going, okay, something's up. And so that's my invitation 
that's my invitation to go, well, if something's up, what is it? And am I willing to go in and be invited to wherever it is that I need to go, whatever type of healing or modality or talk therapy, somatic therapy, whatever it may be, what is it that I need? Where do I need to go in order to shift this so I can come back into a place where I can really be with reality rather than try to control reality? That was the, that was the podcast two episodes ago. That all comes from noticing. That all comes from observing and watching. So that may sound like the most simple, basic, boring, non-spiritual practice, but it is it. It's it. How do you begin doing that if you're like, dude, I'm not even on that fucking path? You meditate. You, the you in there, sits there as the mind you in there goes, well, this is fucking boring. Am I really spiritually enlightened? Oh, I've got an itchy nose. Yeah, the back of my head's a bit itchy. I'm not sure if I'm getting this. I've got pins and needles. I might move my body, right? All of those thoughts are probably going to happen. But the you in there will be watching, listening, noticing, observing. And you might flicker, flick between being the mind. Oh, I'm observing the mind. Being the mind. Oh, I'm observing the mind. And there are times where... I meditate to this day and I am full mind, maybe like two flicks of, oh, I'm the observer. <laughs> it's so much nicer when I'm in the, in the observer, you know, because I can just watch what I'm thinking rather than think and be what I'm thinking. So like I said, I want to share this with you today. If you are striving for spiritual perfection or if you're like, how do I start being on this spiritual journey, you firstly realize that you, there is a there is a a watcher, observer, noticer inside of you, like a lighthouse that can watch you interact with others, that can watch you um, behave and respond in the ways that you're currently responding. And within that space between observing and how you're engaging with your life, there's an invitation. A VIP invite that says, that's interesting. Would you like to investigate? Would you like to look a little deeper into that? If yes, okay, what's our next step? Who do we reach out to? Who do we talk to? What might we need to do in order to rectify whatever is going on in here? And that's the role of the observer the watcher, the noticer, the most spiritual motherfucking thing that you can do. So that is my share with you today. I hope it serves you, gets you off the path of spiritual perfection or brings you to the path of realizing you are already spiritual. Thanks, Legends, for listening to today's episode of the Real, Raw, Relatable podcast. This podcast was recorded on the traditional lands of the Bun Wadang people, and I pay my respects to their elders past, present, and emerging. If today's episode has resonated with you, please let us know. Email us at info at catjohn.com.au. You can share it on with someone who you know 
who would benefit from listening to today's episode. You can rate, review the podcast, and you can also support the show by sending in a donation. That is all done via the links down below in the show notes. I'm very excited to announce that monthly sessions live and online begins Sunday, October 15th, Australia Eastern Daylight Time. What is this? This is 90 minutes of us coming together online, on the interweb, and a theme and topic of focus will be presented and shared with you. We will take that into meditation. You will have space held to journal and then there will be time to share. You don't have to share, but it is open and that's where really the beauty takes place. I created this because Sunday Meds, which is a very, very popular in real life event in Melbourne, many of you were like, dude, you need to do this online because I want to experience this. So monthly sessions live and online has birthed as a result of that. And we begin the first one on Sunday, 10 a.m. Australia Eastern Daylight Time. You can be in Melbourne, you can be interstate, you can be international. Wherever you are in the world, you just got to check your time zone so you can join in. I really cannot wait to share this with you. For those of you who can join me in real life, there are two in real life events that remain for 2023. The second last one is Sunday Meds in real life on Sunday, October 29th. And then the Zero Fucks Tuesday dance party in real life will be taking place on Tuesday, the 21st of November. Get yourself there. Let's end this year with a great big bang. The Zero Fucks is going to be R&B classics style. I look forward to either seeing you on the monthly sessions live and online, Sunday meds in real life, or the Zero Fucks dance party in real life. Lots of love from me to you on this gnarly human spiritual journey. (laughs) I'll catch you in your earballs next week. Lots of love. Peace be with you.